right. We're back. Yay. <laughs> again from outer space. Back in black again. I'm wearing blue. Thank you very I'm much. I'm wearing my Power shirt, so it fits. Well, I'm wearing I'm wearing a movie shirt. What movie, what movie shirt? <laughs> no, movies oh. from uh from uh Dan Silent Bob. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Dogma so, more specifically. So then let me ask you this. <laughs> Is Jane Silent Bob Toku? No. <laughs> Don't they have that alter ego? No, what definitely not. Cockknocker might what be is though. It, Fat Man. <laughs> What's the thing? Fat Man, uh, Blunt yeah. Man, and Chronic. Isn't that Toku? Yeah. No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> like I said, um, maybe maybe Cockknocker might be. <laughs> you know the yeah, villain. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but everything else, not at all. <laughs> uh so ladies and gentlemen we are back this is toku for two and, cheer and, for us cheer for us make it loud <laughs> and proud because we're back again with ultra q episodes after like we three are. specials in a row it feels like that we've done that twice now three specials in a row isn't that, right isn't that I, I feel like we have it's not on purpose like guarantee that it's not it just it just happens everything else just catches we'll try to stay everything else just catches our attention more which isn't to say anything bad about ultra q it's just we happen we want to stick to a schedule and then in the meantime other things just happen to get in the way yeah so but do you want to just immediately get into ultra q or do you want to talk about the stuff that we were talking about before this Let's talk about the stuff we were talking about before this. All right. So we're going to not really go into any spoilers here, but Christian and I separately both viewed something non-Toku related, but it's Toku adjacent because there is an actual Toku show based off this property. We both went and watched Beyond the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I think it's a tremendous um, movie. I th- I'm pretty sure I saw Toku Spider-Man in that, in like one of the scenes, too, because he he stands out with like a big bracelet on his left side or on his left arm. You see, I was trying to pay attention to almost every single one that I could find, and it was still too much for me. <laughs> I could not spot every single one. It wasn't until after somebody ended up posting a screen cap later on that they said, "Look." Even a uh, little popsicle Spider-Man is in there. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good movie. A lot of cool Easter eggs with that movie. Um, if they do yeah. when they do the third one, I really wanted to have Toku Spider-Man and then bring Marveler in it, like the big mech. Oh my God! Yes, that would be cool. And then, but the reason why we were talking about this though is because you had something additional you wanted to say about Common Rider. I feel so okay. I personally like this story a lot. I love the story for uh, across across the, uh, the Spider Verse, right? I feel like if Shin mm-hmm. Kamen Rider. Oh yeah, whoops! Not Beyond. Uh, Beyond's yeah, Beyond's next, next year. year yeah. Whoops. <laughs> I feel My like bad. Shin Kamen Rider. It's just such an opposite storytelling. Like I hated the the storytelling in Shin Kamen Rider, and then watching Spider Man, I was like. I was like, why couldn't this be this? Why couldn't the story be this good? Yeah. I mean, considering that when you get storytelling as good as, you know, not only 
the original source material, uh, which let's just say source material, Miles Morales books, those Miles Morales books done by Brian Bendis, really, really good. Then you've got the actual Into the Spider-Verse movie, which is an adaptation, which you can also say that Shin Kamen Rider is an adaptation of the original source material, also really good. So why couldn't they adapt it into a way that the plot actually is justifiably as good as the source material? I wish I knew. They tried cramming in too much in that movie. Which is weird because when you get across the Spider-Verse, they cram a lot into but that. I don't, it's, it's paced well. Like, that's a thing. Like, sh- uh, Okay, we're going back to another Shin Kamen Rider. Well, well Shin yeah. Kamen Rider was not paced well. <laughs> I know people do say it's paced well. I didn't find the pacing like, appreh- like apprehensible, I guess. like Everything was just, here's this, now here's this, now here's this. And then... Wait, did you go and read more reviews about Shin Kamen Rider after your No, rant? I'm just this is just a continuation. Um I only I did watch one <laughs> review uh Marcus House, Markusatsu on YouTube. Uh, I think has a, kind of the same idea. I think I just didn't really I didn't really care for it too much. But we're not here for another rant okay. episode. No. Basically, you just want to have something that's fun, that makes sense. That is just engaging overall, mm-hmm. right? So how does that relate to this week's all? It doesn't because these episodes were rough. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> I will say episode ten was really fun until the ending, but I seem to think when it comes to a lot of the endings to these shows, especially with the more weirder ones, they tend to just go what the hell and then just end. And I'm I'm kind of okay with that now. But you gotta admit, 10 was very weird to the point where it's just like, they're just having fun with Yeah, it. you could tell. It's starting to become goofier, I guess. At least 10 yeah. was. Um, you want to lead off with that one? Uh, oh, God. 10 was just... So, episode 10 of Ultra Q. The Underground Super Express goes west. Fibo goes west. <laughs> um... It really was. Essentially, this is just... It starts off what it seems like the... Kid grippers. Kid, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just shoot, you know, shoe cleaners. And they need to get on... For some reason, these kids for, need to be on the first bullet train um, in Tokyo uh, Station. And it goes to three different parts of, to- of uh, Japan in, like, less than three hours. But for some reason, these kids feel the need to have to get on there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's like more people. It's like it's such a hodgepodge until you get to the ending. So more people need to get on the train, and there's somebody there with the well, case. The the idea behind it is that they're trying to show off the capabilities of this train oh, yeah. because it's brand new technology during this you know time period, and they want to show it off you know to all these people to these reporters to see what it's going to be and what it does. And this one reporter is supposed to bring along this briefcase. However, he messes up and brings along the wrong briefcase. Which I don't. What's in that briefcase? Um. So it's an it's an AI. It's an AI. I think it's called M1. Which? How did he get that briefcase? I don't remember. It's not an AI. It's a artificial life form. It's a. Yeah. 
it, it's completely fabricated from the ground up. Just a weird... How do I describe it? The way that I wrote it down, it looked like a potato Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, this whole... It was like something from... If like critters and like... What is it? HR... No, um, HR... Uh, was it HP Puff and stuff or whatever? HR Puff and stuff made like a baby. And this was the monster of the week. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah. <laughs> Look up HR Puff and stuff whenever you get a chance. It's it's pretty cool. I'll do that right now, but um, go on. But I wanted I don't I don't remember how that reporter gets that case with the with the life form in it. He just ends up swapping it by accident. Is that all it was? I missed that because it must have been a quick scene. Um, and then... That is exactly what it was, by the way. Your your description was spot on. My God. See, I told you. HR puff and stuff. Good gravy. That's <laughs> horrifying. That's like a... God, what was that other one that was like a kid's show that got recently turned into a horror movie? Or Crystal. Uh, no... Oh, uh, not David Bowie. I watched it too. It was terrible. <laughs> That's why I don't remember it. It's not Dark Crystal, is it? No, it's the one where it's it's basically like these. It was a cartoon show where uh, they all they did was just play music, and then then this oh, one it was like Fraggle uh, right? Sure. No, it wasn't that one. Know. Damn it! Now there's I have an anime. Banana splits. Mm. There we go. Oh wow, banana splits. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. That's exactly what that looked like. Anyways, yeah, that's pretty much what the M1 looked like. It was like a gorilla-like thing, and it looked terror—not terrifying, but it could look terrifying to you when you're a little. Oh kid. yeah, hundred percent. Um. And this thing, it. Just making a ruckus is the best way to describe it inside the uh, the train. Yeah, cockpit, so yeah, it right? pretty much shoots it. So it goes from like four hundred and fifty kilometers, which is like roughly like two hundred and eighty miles per hour, to up to like six hundred, seven hundred kilometers an hour. Um, I don't, I forgot what that translation is, but it's it's fast. It goes pretty fast, super fast. <laughs> oh, wait, I remember now. Do you remember also looking at the train and looking at it funny, thinking, wow, why does the train look at, look like a kaiju? Oh, yeah. The train just straight up looked like it wasn't a like a legitimate like bullet train yeah, it or anything was a, like that. It actually looked like it was part monster. Yeah, it was... The miniature set was weird. So at the beginning of the episode, it starts off. It looked like a miniature town. And it looks cool. But then when it brings in the train, it just looks so off. I was mm -hmm. just like, why does this look so weird? I don't know. It like I know they had to like make it look bigger into size to people, but I'm like, it looks kind of goofy. Yeah. And when they do that final, okay, so the whole thing is this kid who's the stowaway grifter at His the beginning. Ken, Ken the he... Weasel, by the way. <laughs> it is Ken the Weasel. Good lord, he decides that he's going to run away from the conductor and as he does so he ends up meeting this m1 monster and the monster basically starts causing the ruckus causing all the other people to 
you know, get freaked out and has them detach the car. And once they all realize that the little kid is still in that front car, <laughs> they try radioing him saying, hey, you know, we know you're there. What are you going to do? And the kid's like, I don't know. Well, pull these levers. Can't pull the levers because the monster's the one doing it. Monster's just sitting there just pulling everything it can just because it's causing a ruckus. So then it has the best train crash ever. It's where it and, well, Hold on. I can't and say might it. might I add, for one, <laughs> that monster, it starts off as that artificial life form until they take a photo of it. And then it goes all mugwai and then just grows bigger. It, there was true. no, like, showing us how the monster was, like, growing. It just was, here's it in a case, and now here's it twice the size of this kid. I mean, when you're given a short runtime, what do you expect? I know, but it was just so goofy. Yeah, and this one was incredibly goofy for this entire episode. Yeah, and yeah, back uh, to that train crash. That train crash was the best. It, <laughs> it the really monster was. is sitting on top of the train. I don't know how he gets out, but it's just this goofy little like toy sitting on the train going full speed into like a stop or whatever it was. It's like another train. And then all the little pieces of the train stop and everything else that's attached to it just crash and burn and explode. And it's hilarious. I don't know. I can't yeah. describe it any other way. It's just hilarious. But then it gets it better. Gets, it, oh, God, this threw me off. I didn't expect this ending. Right? Because at that point, I literally wrote down what the fuck ending. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of was just a bunch of question marks, but it kind of stuck in my mind. What happens, Christian? So tell me what happens. Well, they, the kid needed to be saved, right? So he's in that little front car with the monster. And as it hits, the explosion happens. Everybody's like, oh, no, the kid died. But then the kid actually gets into a safe that's in the front of the front train, front car, and gets blasted. Lead line refrigerator. Where do you think they yeah, got right? that? Yeah, right? <laughs> Indy. But he blasts off into, like, low <laughs> orbit around the Earth with the monster who all of a sudden starts speaking Japanese and is like, I am a seagull. And I kind of just sat there and like looked at my TV screen, <laughs> the most confused. And I was like, I haven't smoked today. I haven't drank anything today. This is legitimate, sober, what the fuck. It was. It really was. It was really, really bonkers. But... I you just have to accept it. You just have to accept it. And honestly, God, it's so goofy looking. I'm just looking at the photo. I will say this episode was better than that other one that you hated so much. Oh, yeah, I think so. Too. Um, the turtle. Yeah, it was better than that one. And even though it was like as goofy as that, it was still better in terms of content and quality. Yeah. And with the way that the ending ha handles itself, oh my god. <laughs> so I'm looking at it now. It looks like the reference, the I am a seagull, was actually spoken by cosmonauts. Uh, Valentina, I'm not going to butcher that last name, as she viewed Earth from the Vostov 6 space flight. But, but why? why did, yeah. 
the monster say? Uh, for it? some, yeah, the well, the monster earlier in the episode or kind of later picks up the phone and just starts babbling. That's and, true. Like, yeah, where why wasn't it just speaking normally? And then all of a sudden, it's in low orbit in freaking space, and it's like, hey, I, I'm a seagull. I'm looking at the uh, the picture that they have on the Wikipedia right now, and I still stand by what I said. It looks like a potato sasquatch. It does. It looks, it looks like a claymation figure smashed. <laughs> it looks like if Hagrid ended up looking like like they try to sh- make it like a a Hagrid out of a potato. I hate it. Yeah, it's potato Hagrid. <laughs> it's so that's funny. Ugly. God, that's awful. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode. For what it was, it was fun. Like like I said, I think these episodes are going to get goofier. And from <laughs> when I watched in the next one, it's kind of getting true. That... Well, yes, the next episode. Oh, man, the next episode. I like the next episode. It's still just very, very weird. It It was about a space booger. Yeah. That's kind of what it was. All right. Let, let's you, dive into yeah, this one. You take off, Sean. You got this. So, this one is called Balloonga, episode 11. Now, when you hear the term Balloonga, what do you think? Just out of your mind, well, what I do you think? I just figured it was going to be a big balloon or something. Like in, you know, right. That's exactly what you would think. You wouldn't think that it would be a giant snot bubble. It was just a big crunchy booger. In in space. Uh, now, this particular episode wasn't awful. It was just very, very different in con- ter- in terms of uh, tone compared to everything else that we've seen so far. Because, yeah, you've had your very serious ones, you've had your goofy ones, but you've never really had your particular sad ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It was... It was weird. <laughs> yeah. So, it starts off with this one where this there's this guy in a rocket ship, of course, guy traveling in this rocket ship, and then he's supposedly on his uh, return trip home when suddenly... There's this uh, distress call, and all of a sudden he goes, "It's Balunga, it's Balunga," but you don't see what it is, and then the title music starts playing. It's yeah. like, okay, cool, <laughs> Balunga, he's here. Don't know. Like, let's just start off with that. Give us some suspense, and then you get to the actual show, and then you get your, you know, your your core crew. They're in their car, and they're like you know, making talk or whatever. And I don't remember exactly what it is that they have. I think it's like a small little box or something, but it looked like it might've been like a, a box with a little snot rag or yeah. whatever. And it supposedly had like this little piece of alien, um, uh, alien life or whatever. And in it is actually a piece of Belunga and it starts growing and growing and growing. It just go, grows completely out of control. And it causes everybody to get out of their car. And causes a traffic jam. <laughs> because yeah. not only does it grow. But it absorbs electrical energy. To the point where your car will stall out. 
everything that you do that does uh, that has electrical energy will completely stall out which is an interesting premise but it's like you're just gonna go ahead and get everybody pissed off at you at that point which they do and i thought that was a great idea but then they bring in this second guy for what was it the scientist dude and he says oh it's belunga and then he runs away it's like what it's but why don't why don't you tell us anything and then you spend like the next five minutes trying to track this dude down And then they finally track him down, and he's like, oh, but don't you understand? Uh, he needs electrical energy, and we need to find a way to take care of, get rid of him. And they couldn't bring in bring this creature down by conventional means or whatever. And what was it that they ended up doing to actually destroy this thing? Because I don't remember. It was, oh, God. It was like a bomb or something like that. It Was it a bomb? I, God, I'm trying to remember, too, because this one was just... No, it wasn't a bomb. I remember what it was. It was sp- they ended up firing off a rocket to another mm-hmm. place that basically uh, allowed it saying, hey, there's more energy over here. Come and get it. Because otherwise it was going to go ahead and continue to feed and feed. Otherwise it was going to destroy the atmosphere. This was this episode reminded me like this episode could have been what was happening during the Twilight episode. I think it's uh, the monsters on maple street, something like that, where like the electricity goes out and they're trying to figure out what's going on with the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I feel like this episode could have been attached to that, but I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Because this episode was just kind of weird. It was a weird one. And it had a very solemn ending because then I feel like at the end, um, the scientist dude who said, Oh, it was my son who was in there who basically, uh, told us about Belunga and then he died in vain or yeah. some shit like that. It's like, I feel like that was kind of pointless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like, it was heading towards like an artificial sun and then it would feed it or kill it. For, I don't remember. It could feed it for eternity or kill it. Something like that. They would find out hopefully sooner rather yeah, than Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then we get to the worst episode of this bunch. I saw a bird. You mean Birdman? Bird this was Michael Keaton's first Birdman movie. I I don't like that movie either. <laughs> it's all right. God, this this uh, you know how you don't like uh, Shin Kamen Rider? <laughs> you don't like this one as much. This no, is gonna be an episode twelve rant. It's a or, literally or special. The- I'm just I'm just gonna read off my notes what I wrote for this one. Birdman. Then underneath, this is a slog. It is. <laughs> and then I wrote down Ipe's fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why. <laughs> then I wrote down Bird Boy. Yeah. I actually have it on in the background um, right now. I just tried skimming through it, but then I stopped before the recording and this kid's like fishing and he just caught a fish. This is what's going on right now. And then, um, who the fuck are these dudes trying to flog the boy? I don't remember. I I don't know. I'm actually trying to look at the wiki right now. And then I wrote down, now we have knockoff Rodan. Yeah, I saw the the bird monster for it. It looks so goofy. It just... Uh, then I wrote... 
if only Alfred Hitchcock saw this. Oh, yeah, the birds would have been a weirder <laughs> movie if this was in it. The kid's yeah. like, I wish I had your And then movie. lastly, I wrote down a lot of nothing happened. Yeah, this is like almost it could be like a slice of life episode. And <laughs> barely. Yeah. Like the, the kid just threw the bird and the bird just fell and it's like flying into the water. And it's in the water. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the trivia and it does say this episode uses stock footage from Rodan. I could believe it. God. I mean, that, that that explains that a little bit, but good gravy, this this is not a good episode. I, I, I promise, I paid attention to this episode. I don't know what happened at all. Yeah, he, he just, like, he washed up on shore, and he's holding this, like, parakeet in its hands, in his hands, and he's just looking at it. This is what's happening currently, and it just flew away. And then now he's cooking fish. Yeah. So, like, this is our kaiju evolved. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know what happened with this. Like, they were legitimately trying to tell some sort of story here regarding some little kid holding a bird. And then that bird ended up becoming a kaiju. But then that kaiju ended up doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. I haven't seen the ending yet. I'm Look, just kind of skipping through it now and seeing what's good, but it just seems very boring. Like I, I watched this. Uh, I watched all these episodes about two weeks ago, um, because I was waiting on you and then Shin Kamen Rider. Um, and when I finally did watch this, the only thing that I distinctly remember about this, honestly, is the flogging of the kid because I remember them. Like, it was these grown men saying, hey, kid, what are you doing here? Like, they actually called him by yeah. his name. And they grabbed him, and they were, like, throwing him on the ground, and it almost looked like that they were about ready to try to curb stomp him. And then the kid ended up manage managing to run away for some, some reason. Like, he managed to escape. All right, so I'm skimming through and it. That's all I remember. And there's some shots of the bird when it's big, like, flapping its wings and just causing big gusts of wind. And it's, like, destroying miniatures. It's really cool to see because, like, tiles are coming off. I think this is just mm -hmm. probably the highlight of the show, of the episode at least. Yeah. This one, I can't. I, I haven't finished it. I don't really want to. I don't. I really don't have a desire to rewatch it later or anything like that. It just, even the bird no. flying in the air looks really goofy. Yeah, I. Maybe for anybody who's listening to this and actually wants to watch it, by all means, do yourselves a favor and do it on your own whim. But based on everything that we've, you know, witnessed, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but if you feel like that, you must definitely give yourself a shot in the arm before you consider yeah, doing do, so. Yeah, do some drugs. Um, they might make it entertainable. <laughs> you might pass out before you get like three minutes in. Um, the other East trivia thing I see here says Ultraman Orb Episode 1, The Sunset Wanderer, features an Easter egg to this episode. While Jetta Hayami was scrolling through tweets regarding typhoons in Twitter, Mega Baser, or Baser, was depicted in Larug Juice's shadow, and the uploader said this episode's title. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really know what you just said there, Sean. 
<laughs> I I don't know what I said while I said it. <laughs> I just see, yeah, the the God. miniatures were used in Rodan and in Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. And I guess they reused this God. suit to make the giant condor in Ember the Horror of the Deep movie, the Godzilla one from 66. And that's it. Oh, and also yeah. it was in Shin, Shin Ultraman, yeah. So, needless to say, uh, 12, not a good episode. Yeah. 10, very good. Just a wild ending. 11, very, very solemn and weird episode in general. Yeah. I... Still, Ultra Cute is... Uh, Ultra, Cute, Ultra Cute. Yes, Ultra <laughs> Cute is a very cute show. Ultra Cute is, is still a good show, but it's definitely starting to even out on the uh, ups and downs now. Yeah, hopefully, like... Yeah, like the last set of episodes we watched, I just wasn't thrilled with at all. Episode ten was kind of cool, I guess, and then these two episodes. So, they're 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 episodes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say much about them, but they just hopefully now we have sixteen more episodes left. They get a little bit better at least. I'm not hoping for you know the best, but I just want them to be good at least to where they're watchable. I know. I mean. The only other thing that I can say about number 12 is that that was about as bad as the entirety of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. <laughs> and we're going to get to that here too, Sean. Don't worry. I know. Well, That's probably going to be our shortest special, by the it'll way. It'll be half a special. Because, all right, just to make sure that I put this out all on Front Street, the reason why I went so hard on Power Rangers Turbo is because I wanted to like it. I really, really wanted to like it. I couldn't like it, though, because there were so many things that they did wrong in my eyes. And there were so many other things that they kind of did right, but you know, then they just kept faltering. They kept switching things around. And then they went to In Space. In Space was great. In Space was incredible. Lost Galaxy. In Space was phenomenal. Lost Galaxy does none of that correct. So that's probably <laughs> going to be, like I said, our shortest special. It's just going to be me saying, this is trash, this is trash, this is trash. It's, yeah, I'm I, yeah. I'm rewatching it. I think I'm only like four episodes in. I remember loving this show growing up, and then now I'm like, ooh, hold on. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember this now. It looks kind of, it's kind of, dragging already i think the only thing i really like about it are just the zords the galactabeasts especially how they look when they're not robots but i'm like man i'm kind of disappointed in it so far maybe it'll get good for me i don't know we'll see i i hope so it should it should have gotten good for you or for me i hope it gets good for you but i can't guarantee it because I know that you and I had differing opinions when it came to Turbo. Yeah. But this was this was abysmal. <laughs> so far the worst one you'd say or is it worse than is Turbo still worse for you? No, this is literally bottom tier Sheesh. for me so far. Turbo has definitely bumped up a rank. That's good to hear. I'm glad Turbo went up a bit for you. Yeah. And I can't wait to finally go through all the different Power Rangers seasons and finally say that 
Power Rangers Gal Lost Galaxy is the still the worst one. Uh, I don't know. Wait till you get to Megaforce, maybe. We'll see. I mean, you did show me that Forever Red, and I did not like that Red Ranger. Oh yeah, we'll see. Well, no, that's that's uh, that's Wild Force. Forever Red is, or uh, Megaforce is. It's kind of it's kind of dumb. I don't know the difference between my wilds and my You'll megas. Learn. You'll learn. Don't worry. We'll get you there, Sean. <laughs> we'll quiz you every week. Oh, God. Please but every... don't. I'm going to be starting my uh, my Beetleborgs uh, watch. But speaking of every week, you're already caught up on King Oja, right? No. Ooh. All right. Sean. I didn't watch this past week's. I was so annoyed that I couldn't watch it when it was available uh, because there weren't any subs then. And then I just haven't gotten back to it since. Watch it now. You know what? I'm going to wait and I'm going to watch it with you. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that while we're it's on such this. such a good show. And yes, it, got, it is. It got a little bit better. but it's It's funny. While we were waiting for Shin Kamen Rider to finish its double set of ads <laughs> because fathom events likes to do that uh christian was going through all the different king Oger different replicas and toys that he could get and he's like i i want everything so i the venomex i looked at a review that thing is small the, the little thing that yeah Wait, the, really the, the spray can that jeremy has it's like a small little figure it's like Maybe six inches wide, six, seven inches, or at least from what I saw. I don't know. Six inches can be pretty big for some people. I mean, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> but it just looks like it's such a small, like, rinky-dink toy. You mean it's just not up to scale? Yeah, not, I mean, it's not like I expected it to be up to scale, but it just looks so, like, not what I expected. But okay. I still want to get me a muffin because the thing is cool as hell. The muffin is cool. And you just want to scream. I do. I it. just want to get the big one and have it sleep with me. And then I'll talk. I'll talk like it. So it's like talking to me just like Rita. And then I'll make a YouTube. I don't. I don't I'll make a, a YouTube channel that. about it. <laughs> you, a, a YouTube channel of just you staring into it and then looking longingly into its dead eyes and then screaming into its I'm gonna dress like Rita. And then just putting it back down, looking at the camera and then stop. I'm going to dress like Rita too. I'm going to recreate every scene she does with the muffin and I'm just going to upload it. Okay, honestly, I would like to see that. <laughs> I'm going to make the outfit today. I, I definitely would like to see that. And then I'll dress up as the repo man. That'd be cool. We'll take you to, take oh, you to yeah. Megacon or something. Megacon. No, no, never mind. Now that we're gonna go to Megacon, I'm gonna dress up as a as a panda. You could fit as a panda. I feel like you'd fit in. I mean, damn right I'll fit <laughs> in. But I think Panda made made There you go. Whatever you said. Kazoon tight. <laughs> but I think that's but it. But I don't yeah, this this one was a bit of a shorter one, and I think uh, I think we're all thankful for that. Yeah, we really <laughs> didn't have too much to say about these episodes. They're just hopefully they get better. We'll see. Yeah, 
So this is Sean signing Chris. off, aka Kentucky. Chris from Cadaver Chris Online, AOL Online, Instant Messenger, uh, Angel Fire, Zanga, uh, Live Journal, all those. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, where can where can they find us? Uh, so we have Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. We have all the we have all of them. So find us on all those accounts. And yeah, definitely. You can search for us at Toku for Two. Um we'll definitely be non-exclusive for any kind of followers. Just go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button and uh we'll see what we can do about uh including you. And if you don't want to, that's that's your prerogative. Yeah, if you have some cool hot tapes <laughs> takes about Toku, we'll we'll read them out loud and Give you our opinions on your hot take. Hell yeah. I would definitely like to see if other people would uh, send in some hot takes to us. See if they agree with us or, you know, disagree or. Yeah. See if they think this is a waste of time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here's a hot take for you right here. <laughs> Taylor Swift sucks, but that's it. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. I've only listened to one song of hers and it was all right. Well, as long as you're happy with it, Sean. I just Hey, it was alright. Just gotta, you know, she just I'm shaking it off and I think she did oh too. Alright, you know that's saying? it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye.